Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, Canada's favorite daytime sports talk show, and dare I say, I think Canada's favorite talk show, period. Here live on Game Plus Television. We're also on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. Shout out Rhino Radio and the gang down there. Uh, and of course, your favorite podcast platform for the most part. Uh, I'm here in a very windy South Florida studio. Darren Moose DuPont is in Toronto. He's running this as part of a, a DuPont Media production. It's our special Grey Cup Week coverage. Tell me, Darren, have you put yourself on the screen here? Uh, you're doing that right now. How are you? Putting, <laughs> you're like the DJ. You need four or six more arms to do everything that you do you look like a dj in the club reaching all over the place that's what you look I was, like i was about to put myself on and i looked i'm like oh still says joy alfieri so i had to type my name in there I switch wonder, it i wonder what you're doing yeah it's funny said so this is like is this the second or third week that you've produced the show not consecutively but you've no, done I it in the past yeah the second full week that i've done it yeah so darren's <laughs> Last time he did it, we were at a casino in Calgary, and Darren was like, I can do it for a week. I don't want to do it forever. Yes. And I get it. I get it. But I just checked the tel- television screen in the break, and it looks very good. You're doing a very good job, Darren, of Thank producing. You. So I appreciate that. And uh, I welcome in everybody. We have a lot of CFL fans and CFL people watching the show as it being Grey Cup week, the big game coming up Sunday, the 110th Grey Cup, the... Winnipeg Blue Bombers against the Montreal Alouettes. Now, what we do here, we talk in hour one about last night. We talk in hour two about what's coming up tonight. And I'm excited about nine NHL games, including my Florida Panthers at the LA Kings. The Calgary Flames receive the Vancouver Canucks. And an afternoon game, Detroit versus Ottawa. I want to talk about all that. The Thursday night NFL game has Cincinnati at Baltimore. Couple of NBA games. One college game tonight, Boston College at Pittsburgh. But Darren, please do me the... Well, two things. One, Joey Alfieri came on here from MontrealAlouettes.com. He asked for a public apology from me to the Alouettes nation and the Alouettes for saying that only a quarterback, quarterback, a team quarterback by God couldn't even beat Toronto. I'm like, I'm not apologizing. I didn't even mean it. Can you tell people the truth of this, the under the seedy underbelly of this story and the sensationalistic? You made the meme, Darren. I, mean, I, I told you what to write, but you want to explain it from your perspective, please? Because nobody well, ever understands what I'm saying. I know. And that's the thing. Nobody does understand. But um, we made this and it was more of 
You know, I think it was more than being a shot at Montreal. It was a shot at the CFL game notes because it was more a comment on the game notes. You're like, Jesus, they're reading these game notes. They don't even think a quarterback by God. I guess you said, you, you know, it's not about they didn't think, but it's like, that's the impression I get from reading the game notes. But everybody yeah. wants to take it personally. Everybody wants to take it personally. And the Owls have a kind of us against the world mentality. Um, and, and why not? If they want to use it as bulletin board material, use it as bulletin board material. Well, I want to take you deep inside something here, because this is something that no other show will do. But just a, a footnote on that. It wasn't a shot at anybody. I read the game notes and the stats were considerably slanted. Not anybody's fault. It's what the numbers were. 16 wins versus 11 plus 27 turnover ratio. Never lost at home all year. Hello. So the point is God could quarterback Montreal coming in here and they wouldn't win. What it, that was my point. It was sarc, it was sarcasm. And what this all shows is the stats don't mean jack squat. That's what it means. Yeah. And then, but then the other thing was, so I think, I don't know if the Alouettes were upset and I don't care. It motivated them. They should be sending me a freaking bouquet to thank you card is what they should be doing instead of coming on here and demanding an apology. But the main thing is their quarterback, Cody Fajardo, who I love, and I've told him that. He knew what I, he knew. If anybody knew it was Cody, what I was doing. But I, I guess it doesn't really matter now. But when what he was going through with Saskatchewan last year and the way he was treated and the way that he left and the things that were being said about him, he was pretty low, but it didn't break him. But we did talk. And I said, Cody... You will emerge stronger for this. It sucks now, but this is going to make you stronger. But you know what? He was good. He was like, oh, I'm good. I think it hurt, but he was good. And I had an agent, because you know I'm friends with all the agents, called me and he said, who was Cody's, who's Cody's representation? Because I believe in Cody. If he's looking for an agent, I'll represent him. Because I think he's a, all that. So I passed that along to Fajardo, and he's like, I appreciate that, but I have this guy and I'm very happy with this guy. So I guess my point, Darren, I want to know what your take on all this is. While it hurt, it didn't break him, but it did make him stronger. And as I said to Alferi last hour, I didn't think he'd come back this much stronger this fast. What do you think about that whole scenario? I think it's great for Cody and it's a nice, uh, you know, story of perseverance and, it's also a situation on environment and situation. Like if you don't fit in a certain environment and in a certain place and in a certain situation surroundings, don't take it personally. Don't think that because you're not working in one situation doesn't mean you can't work in another, right? He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It worked for a year, worked for two years. He had, you know, them in back-to-back West finals. Um, you know, was up for MOP at all these things, right? Player of the year, but it just didn't work that last year. Wrong situation. So you take the same guy, heck, you take the same coordinator, make him a coach, put him in a different situation. All of a sudden, you know, they're in a better environment to grow and be successful, you know? And I think that's important. Um, and, and he's learned that, you know, he's not a bad quarterback. Doesn't matter 
if you thought you were never going to play pro football again and you doubt yourself and all those things happen, go to a new place, new surroundings, and all of a sudden things get better. Yeah, and I guess that's the point is I shouldn't assume, but I do. I mean, enough people, you know that I have these conversations with players because you've seen it. Remember that day that player called me from the steps of the courthouse in Pennsylvania? Remember that? You almost fell off your chair. <laughs> Rod, what should I do? Nah. I mean, the fans don't need to know, but these are the types of conversations that we have. Now, having said all that, I do want to get to tonight's games. And it's funny you say that. Um, like Paul Maurice, it wasn't working in Winnipeg. And I think for the most part, people aren't really talking about it. I think there is a, a shelf life on this type of stuff. That if they talk about it for a while, then they get over it, right? Like Winnipeg is playing awesome under Rick Bonus. And he's not, last I saw, he wasn't even on the bench yet. But Arneal's doing a great job in the Jets. They're not thinking about Paul Maurice anymore. And I can guarantee that Paul Maurice, he's not thinking about Winnipeg. As a matter of fact, I know he's not. But I paused for a second. Maybe it was Westwood yesterday with a conversation. Westwood goes, I'd love to sit down with Paul Maurice and ask him what went on here in Winnipeg. I said he would never say. And here's the thing, Darren. Paul Maurice good at biting his lip. I'm not good at biting my lip. But you know what? If I was, I wouldn't have my own show. Would you tune in to watch the Paul Maurice show? Would you? Because I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know. It's Some people are just better at it. Biting. I can't. I can't. I know. But I have the show. That's what makes the show great, though. That's what makes the show great. Right. And guys that can bite their tongue and do that are awesome, too, in their own way. Look, I can bite my tongue, and you know. But maybe I couldn't host a whole show. Because I won't let it fly the whole time. So I'm better in small doses, you know? But it's admirable. At least, you, at least you always know what I'm thinking. Yes. Now, having said all of that, and we'll come, we'll get Manny Arsenal lined up. He's going to join us uh, in segment three of this hour. I'm just trying to jump around. I'll get to your comments in a second. The Sober Carpenter text line is open. 902-518-3033. Well, thank you, Bill, by the way, in uh, Regina writing. He says, you were very clear who you supported at quarterback in that game and never wavered. For sure. There was a lot of, <laughs> thanks, Bill. I wanted Montreal to win all the time, but when I pick teams to win, they lose. Hello? When I pick Edmonton for anything, Serena's like, Ugh. the Oilers, I mean. Kiss of death. <laughs> it's a kiss. I knew what I was doing. And by the way, if the Alouettes were upset at me, I don't care. I make a living in the recovery business getting yelled at. What do you think it's like doing an intervention, by the way? This is sports stuff is nothing. It's nothing. Darren knows a little bit about the interventions that I do. When you walk into a room with a drug addict and you're not leaving without him, I've driven to some of the, which, by the way, I've never lost one ever. I was driving to one. My hands were sweating so much. They slipped off the wheel of my steering wheel. I almost got in an accident. Sports is nothing. Going to be mad at me. Who cares? You're going to forget about it tomorrow. I'm trying to get back on track here, but thank you, Bill, for, for noticing. And, and by the way, Cody, Cody knows where we stand. I am the kind of guy you want to be in a foxhole with because I ain't never going to give up on you. Never. If I believe in you. 
Now, having said all of that, nine games NHL. Let's start with Detroit and Ottawa, by the way. I mean, the game is what it is. I'm expecting Detroit will probably motorboat them. But they're going to Sweden. I think that's I think that's cool. I don't see anybody arguing with this. I've seen some people say, why are they doing these global games? But we don't listen to them, right, Darren? Very wise thing for the NHL to do. I think it's awesome. The global idea is great. Put the stars in front of people around the world. Um, it's, it's awesome. And, and when you look at it, like Daniel Alfredson is going to be behind the bench of the Ottawa Senators for some of these games in Sweden. Awesome. They're talking about Matt Sundin because he played with the Leafs, the Leafs legend, one of the, the greatest of all time for that organization, um, getting to you know connect with that team. And I think that's really cool. Um, it's a chance to tell new stories and meet new people. And um, it's never a bad thing for the league. And you got to remember, yeah, you know, 15 to 20,000 people that get into these NHL stadiums will miss out on a home game. But for the most part, you know, your hundreds of thousands or millions of viewers watch on television and they'll get to watch games from Sweden on television. So it's a win. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Robert Campbell watching in Las Vegas he says RP and Moose. Oh, it just slipped off the screen here. So Robert Campbell in Las Vegas, RP and Moose, yin and yang. It works, guys. I would agree. Uh, 1,121 shows uh, would agree with you for saying that, Robert. John Ohm. I don't know where this came from or why. <laughs> Um, I like when the comment, when the people that are watching on the streaming just have their own conversation amongst themselves, if it's not in sync with what we're talking about here. He says, uh, Jake Meyer is going to be a star in this league. Just wait. He's talking about the Calgary Stampeders quarterback. I was the one that said, who is this guy when he came in? He threw for 200 yards his first, sorry, he threw for 300 yards his first two games. and Everybody thought he was all that. And now he's back to, who is this guy? So I guess we'll find out. This is the one time. I think the Calgary Stampeders spent a lot of time complaining that they're not more high profile in their market because it's all flames. And then when they suck and do what happened at the end of the year, they're happy that they don't have the profile that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have or the Dallas Cowboys in their market. You know what I mean? Just depends. Because in August, I remember the Stamps were hosting a big game. I was in Calgary at the Century Downs Casino. Stamps were hosting a big game, and the lead story on the global news television that morning was, the ice has gone in the Saddle Dome. Story coming up after the break. Really? But that's a Calgary thing. I can't, I can't explain. Speaking of that, Flames home to the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Really, really big game for both. For November, this is what John Lynch would call an ESBG. ESBG, early season, big game. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Is this the game of the night of the NHL, Moose? Your Leafs aren't playing, by the way, and I'm not voting for it for game of the night, but there's some juicy ones. What's your take on Flames Canucks tonight and the importance of it? I think it's massively important. Um, it's a, a litmus test for Calgary to see if they can, you know, skate with the Canucks, who right now are among the class of the league. Um, there is. You're right. I'm looking at this right now. I mean, um, the Lightning and Bedard is always a treat. Anytime Connor's playing mm -hmm. and he's playing some of these uh, marquee teams in the league, 
That's really big. L.A. Florida is another big game. That's in in California, in in Los Angeles. That's a good one. Um, Pittsburgh and New Jersey is probably in terms of the you know the best two teams meeting. That's probably it. Um, Pittsburgh hasn't really shown um, the dominance. Not not that we thought they would be dominant, but we thought they'd be a, a more of a resurgence. Um, getting Carlson and taking one last run. I think they're getting a lot better. I mean, Pittsburgh right now, they're above 500, are they not? Um, eight and six. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And, Cros- and the thing about the guys in Pittsburgh, like Crosby's on pace for 111 points and Geno's on pace for 100 points. And these guys are turning back the uh, the clock a little bit. So there's a lot of good games tonight, but uh, looking forward to a couple of those ones. Well, and that's why I'm enjoying everything about what we do right now and i will say this before we break and then we come back and i want darren to retell what went down at the first big great cup party last night that darren was at well we'll recount it all for those that weren't watching last hour you're not gonna believe it folks um yeah um you know that guy darren i've been at a lot of great cup parties with him you know and well let's just say the women were looking at us like pieces of meat. But any game with Connor Bedard in it is going to pretty much be my game. And Tampa Bay's at Chicago tonight. And I'll just say this. We taped the Cats and Bolts podcast. It'll drop at 4 p.m. Eastern today. And Serena swore in it. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. They're going to have to put that E for explicit language again because she swore and the reason was because we're talking about kachuk coming after bedard and uh one of our guys jeff the hotelier you know jeff the hotelier you stayed at his hotel he's like i can't wait for this podcast to drop because i want to hear what serena has to say about matthew kachuk going after Connor bedard and she said to me before we went into the studio she goes, I don't want all the Panthers fans mad at me for what I'm going to say about Kachuk. I said, you're the one that wants to say whatever you want. So you got to live with what Panthers fans are going to think of you. She's like, oh, okay. So that drops later today. More Grey Cup coverage, NHL talk. And again, Thursday nighter in the NFL too. When we come back, we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're having as much fun as we are. And it's going to get a whole lot more fun here in this next segment. And then on the way, Manny Arsenault, the fun will continue. Star receiver of the Edmonton Elks, Grey Cup champion with the BC Lions and former Saskatchewan Rough Rider, too. I love it. The Bushwhacker, right? Touchdown dance. Moose, that was his thing when he scores the touchdown. I don't think he did it that much this year in Edmonton. But uh, big fans of Manny Arsenault here. Um, they love the stories. I love this week, too. The CFL is for sure uh, in my DNA and always will be. I'm using my special Grey Cup coffee mug today. I got it filled with ice water. I'm not drinking coffee out of it, but it was a gift from the CFL. Every single day, I got the CFL football over my shoulder, and we love them. But after this week, it'll probably be a lot of, well, we know it's going to be NHL and NFL the rest of the way. I'm going to get to the, te- for the winter, I'm going to get to the text messages from the Sober Carpenter text line in a second. There are a lot of them. 902-518-3033, Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer, is a big supporter of ours and sponsor of the text line. Before I get to those and all the fun and the outlandish quotes that have come out already this week from this show, from our guests, not me for once, how was the Grey Cup party last night, Moose? You said you needed to sleep in a little bit. You had a bit of a fat head. <laughs> is that the deal? What had what, what, oh, get crazy we were- last night? Was anybody wearing a lampshade on their head? We were hobnobbing last night. No, there was no lampshade wearing, but we were eating <laughs> crab cakes and Woo! shrimp tartare, you know, uh, the whole deal. It was great. It was awesome. We were at the uh, the Hamilton Club, beautiful venue. Um, again, really awesome. So uh, uh, thanks to, you know, the Thai Cats and to the Hamilton Club and to the sponsors. And uh, Dave Naylor was the uh, official host of the night. Um, treating everybody well. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was good to connect with everybody. Um, and a great way to kind of, you know, great cup week's been going now or great cup's been going here for a couple of days, but, um, it kind of felt like the official start to the great cup week and tonight, the awards and tomorrow, everything gets moving. Shaggy's playing tonight at Niagara falls after the awards. So the awards. Uh, yes. That's tonight. That'll be fun. Well, uh, follow our socials, please, everybody. I see our numbers are going up, but not as much as we'd want at the Rod Peterson show on Instagram or on Twitter at Rod Peterson show. Follow it. Darren's going. Are you going all the way down to Niagara Falls tonight for the awards? That's the game plan. Yeah. Nice. Go down to the falls. And then afterwards, yeah, the concert with uh, with Shaggy. So uh, it's going to be a fun night. Okay, good for you, man. Follow that. And uh I'll be very closely following what you're doing. Good luck with your plan that you got. going. I know that I could pull it off, but you now are going to have to prove that you can pull it off what you're going to do tonight. So good luck with that. I'm sure you can. You're a little more silver tongued even than I am, (laughs) but I can turn on the charm when I want to. Um, Last hour, as I look at Bill's text message from Regina with regards to my bold statement last week about not even a team quarterback, by God, could beat Toronto. Joey Alfieri was on here from the Alouettes last week wanting a public pol- a public apology. And you, in the break, Darren, were part of that conversation. Did you think he was serious? Because I thought he was serious. They actually wanted me to apologize for that quote. Right. I'm not, no, no, apologize. No. I'm not apologizing for a damn thing. Did you think he was serious? He was serious. It was in fun, like it wasn't in hate. I think he was serious. Um, and I think the people, you know, Sean Lemon, big fan, big friend, you know, we're great friends with Sean Lemon. Um, he wasn't being disrespectful, but when he when he quote tweets it, 
he's kind of like, yeah, suck it, Rod. Take that, you know? Like that I didn't even thing. see that. And and they didn't realize, because, I mean, you don't watch the clip. You take the, that's what's great about memes. You kind of take it out of context, and it can be fiery and not quite, you know, what you mean. But you know what? It gets headlines and clicks. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of sarcastic, and it was kind of like, no, no, no. The game notes lead me to believe that nobody can beat Toronto. Okay, why are we playing the game, you know? And uh, I guess God can't even beat Toronto. So, why? you know, that's what I get from reading yeah. the game notes. Yeah, you got it. it. Clark got it. Clark Clark took to defending me on Facebook. And I'm I like, know. don't, don't defend me because I don't care. I don't understand why people pay attention to what I say. But it reminds me of this, everybody, for the stories. The old-time CFL fans will remember this. Dwight Anderson, the infamous DA, who I mean... If you didn't know him, he's one of those guys that you just hated with a passion. And I know there's a lot of people that hate me that way, but I also know they don't know me. So one night, Darren, I think you remember this story. Rough Riders were playing in Montreal. I'll never forget. It was 2011. I'll never forget who the coach was because for us, it was Greg Marshall. And Dwight Anderson poked his fingers right in Weston Dressler's eye face mask, poked him in the eye. Could have taken his eye out. And on the way home, like Weston had to come out of the game. So on the way home, I said to Greg Marshall, take a picture of that. I was right up in the very front row of the plane. It was a charter jet. I mean, I wasn't, that wasn't where my ticket was. I walked up to the front row and I'm like, Greg, Greg, take a picture on our digital phones, on our Blackberries of Dwight, of uh, Weston's eye. He's like, why would I do that? I said, because by the time we land or tomorrow, it's not going to look as bad as it does now. Get a picture now. He's like, yeah, 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 good idea. And in the end, you've heard me tell this story. Uh, DA ended up getting suspended for it. And the only reason I knew was one night, we, I believe we were playing in Calgary with the Pats just a few years before that, hockey team. And my cousin, Logan Pyatt, got eye gouged in a fight. He got gouged. And on our way away from the ring, leaving the saddle, and we stopped at a Max convenience store and bought those old disposable cameras. We're like, get a picture now. Get it now. Because it looks terrible now. Always looks worse at the time, right? And so DA ended up getting suspended. And then it was 2013 we signed DA. So two years later, we signed him. (laughs) And I had him on my show. And I said, will you apologize the first time you walk into the Ryder locker room to Weston Dressler and Diego's for what? He literally had no idea why Weston or all of the Ryder nation would think he should apologize. And that's exactly how I felt when Joey Alfuri came on here. And he was like, before we even went to air, will you give us a public apology? I'm giving you a damn apology for what? Thank God. He at least was, uh, Joking. Dion writes in. He's in Regina. He says, number one, on the Sober Carpenter text line, he says, there are suggestions in Edmonton that if the Esks go to private ownership, that would be OEG, and that's the orders, and that Cates would possibly build a new, smaller stadium in the Ice District downtown. Not sure the truth to that. That's from Dion in Regina. Regarding today's breaking news that the Oakland A's are moving from Oakland to Las Vegas, Dion also says this is a garbage move by MLB to allow this move of the A's to Vegas. They've been my favorite American League team my whole life. 
And then he goes on to say, hey, Rod, I wonder if the Riders tamper again and try to steal their future head coach for the Riders like they did with Chris Jones. There's a lot there. Darren, can I ask you this? You were at the Great Cup party last night. Was there any talk in the room about who the next coach of the Rough Riders will be? Can I just put that to you right now? Tons of talk about it. Like, Was there? Okay. Yeah, and a couple things, you know, that I learned um, because, again, I'm not a journalist or a reporter on this stuff. We're we're analysts and commentators, but a couple of things. You know, obviously, Milanovic, big thing. Um, we joked because Paul Apolise was in a green sweater last night and we thought, Hey, can we report this? Like, is this Ryder green? Is the contract signed? You know, people talked about John Ryan's tweet and we talked about uh, Henry Burris being a candidate and, you know, <clears throat> the name Kahari Jones popped up last night in conversation. Again, this is just, you know, spitballing. Oh, it's not reporting. We're just having conversation over a couple of cocktails and having fun. But one thing I did learn is that. When a team asks permission for an interview, meaning requesting the Thai Cats to speak to Scott Milanovic, right? Um, when you rec- the moment you put a request in, you have 14 days to offer that coach a contract. So they're going to be careful about making sure that you don't ask for the permission too soon before you can get all your interviews done. Because you don't want to have a deadline with a coach that you like before you have an opportunity to interview somebody else that you might be interested in. But there is a lot of talk and and expectation. I think in my gathering is that they probably will have a coach signed or the expectation is that a coach will be signed by the end of the month. So it's going to happen sooner than later. Well, um, thank you for that. And that was a wonderful report. I don't mind saying, and if people have a problem with this, it's their problem, not mine. I'm not on this story anymore because I had a very influential CFL person call me and tell me that Scott Milanovic was traveling to meet with the Rough Riders. Was it last week or even the week before? I don't remember. And the scoop was wrong. He called me after and apologized. I'm like, I don't care. Thanks. I'm, I know that you wouldn't intentionally screw me over, but I'm not covering this anymore because the Riders are denying it. Milanovic is inquiring it or uh, denying it. And your source who told you is wrong. So I wasn't mad at this guy, but I'm like, I'm done. No, this isn't fun for me. There's just, it, no, it's just, I don't know if it's always been this dumb or crazy, but that's the way it is now. So thank you for covering it. I'm staying out of it. And when people have texted me and called me over the last 10 days, I said, stop calling me. I don't want to know. Our poll question today has to do with the 110th Grey Cup, and it's brought to you by Key Yorkton Kia. The all-new 2024 Kia Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. It pushes the boundaries of urban SUV design and technology with refinement and purpose. Go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 2024 Kia Sportage movement that inspires. Moose, the question is this, who will have more rushing yards in the Grey Cup? Winnipeg's Brady Oliveira or Montreal's William Standback, 79% of respondents saying Brady Oliveira of the Montreal Alouettes, uh, sorry, of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the West Division most outstanding player. As the football guy as you are, and I know Manny uh, Manny Arsenault is going to be in here right away, you voted for Oliveira, yes. But if you're game planning, mindful that Fajardo was the leading rusher for the Alouettes in the East Final, how much are you using your backfield? In this game. 
Yeah. I mean, you need to. Um, and I think Fajardo can be a, a weapon, a real, I don't want to say secret weapon, because I think, you know, people know he can use his legs and he's very athletic. But I think you have to be very mindful about when you use Cody Fajardo in his legs to get the most out of it. I think William Stanbeck needs to have his carries and have an opportunity to shine on the biggest stage. And he has the ability to do that. And then, you know, Cody buys his time, buys his time, and then bang, late second quarter, pulls off a big run. You know, fourth quarter can pull off a, you know, 30-yard run or something along that lines. It could be a big game-changing play. Um, if he starts bailing and running early too soon, um, that could be a bit of an issue. But um, definitely more of a balanced rushing attack in Montreal than in Winnipeg. Well, uh, yesterday, the vote was in favor of Caleros. He would have more passing yards in this game Sunday. And now you're saying that Olivera, the Bombers, will have more. Is the Manny show ready to go? Not yet, but he should be okay. in any minute. We're going to take a timeout and come back with at least a sports update. Maybe Manny Arsenault of the Edmonton Elks. It's our Grey Cup Week coverage live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Welcome back, everybody. It's the RP Show. We're live across Canada in all 10 provinces on Game Plus Television and in 31 U.S. states and on the radio in Atlanta. It's our special Grey Cup Week coverage, and we always love when the players join us. Let's bring him in from Dallas, uh, Texas, Prosper, Texas specifically, Manny Arsenault. Everybody knows, but we'll refresh it. BC Lions. What do we add up, Manny? Manny show eight seasons. Also, the yeah. Vikings, Redskins, Jets, Rough Riders, Frisco Fighters, and most recently, the Edmonton Elks. Three-time division all-star, two-time all-Canadian, and Tom Pate Memorial Award winner, Manny Arsenault. <sighs> joining us today. How you doing, Manny? How's your Grey Cup week going, even though you're not there? Are you following the goings-on? Yeah, yeah. I'm able to keep up on Twitter, and then I'll go to the um, CFL.ca site, and I'm still staying in touch with guys that's up above the border as well. So um, everything is going good so far. Okay. Well, listen, you played, you played with Fajardo, right? In 2019, was was Cody there then? Uh, I, played with, I played with Cody in BC and Saskatchewan. Well, there you go. So you're probably <laughs> not surprised that he's leading his Alouettes into this game. Hey, nah, man. You know that's a guy, man, that's just been uh, making the most of his opportunities. And um, you can't help but cheer for a guy like that. Really, both quarterbacks that's behind the center had the opportunity of um, being in the same locker room as them. So. Uh, you know, just hats off to him, but it can only be one winner. <laughs> yeah. So give me your breakdown of the game then. I'm, I'm, the more I think about it, I'm like, this is going to be less than a touchdown either way. It's not going to be a blowout, I don't think. What do you think? Man, I think it's going to go back and forth, to be honest, um, be honest with you, man, because you're looking at two defenses that's playing solid. But, um, you know, Winnipeg, from an offensive standpoint, man, they can hit you from, from every angle, man, with their Sally game and how they run the ball, which is big. Plus, you know, um, Montreal might want to try to establish they run, but going off the team culture, the veteran leadership, and just they're not new to this and, and kind of, you know, they've been they've been through this little, been to this stage many times, so you can't help but root for Winnipeg coming out of the West, but the Montreal team is scary, man. You know, they didn't got the special teams rolling. Offense, Cody got one job, man. Be the general, don't turn the ball over. And defense, yeah. 
you know, with the addition of Lemon Sankey and Stubblefield and the guys that's out there, role players, the, the safety they have back, the Canadian guy, they playing good ball. So it's going to come down to, man, the team that can make the fewest mistakes, protect the football, and can um, score points, in my opinion. Of course. I mean, hey, that's why we brought you on for expert analysis like that. What I know is it's going to be a fantastic football game. I got to ask you this, man. I've been following your career for a long time. Big fan. Uh, I know you're a good guy, too. What's going on up in, and I'm a Jones guy, which clearly so are you. So how would you explain what's going on up in Edmonton the last two years? Man, it's just um, just not being able to finish. You know what I'm saying? And um, being on the outside looking in from when I was with BC and other teams and having to go against Jones his years in Calgary, back when he was in Toronto. Um, you always hear hear things about Coach Jones, but you never get to know him as a person. So when I arrived in what that was, 22, man, he's the kind of guy that'll give you the shirt off his back. But he, he reminds me of a Wally, man. Here's your job. This is what I expect you to do. Get it done. You know, what's understood don't have to be explained. And that's the kind of guy that he is. And, you know, he want to win at all costs. And he's a competitor. But I just know... Being a being being Coach Jones, his reputation, how he's known for winning, coming in, turning programs around. It's just a crappy situation for him. And me being a veteran guy that's been around a long time, I kind of feel his pain. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember games back when I was in BC and Wally give you all the resources you need to win. And we just can't win for those coaches that you that you'll run through a brick wall for. At the end of the day, man, it's kind of bigger than football. It's about the relationships. Just understanding why you're even up in Canada, and that is to win football games and, and for the CFL game to have your undivided attention. Well, when I saw you, because I watched every game on CFL Plus here in the States, and when I saw you guys end that long losing streak at home, I was so, you guys were jumping around, somersaults on the field. For the people that were in the crowd, there weren't that many, but I was like, you got you fans stuck by this team. And I'm like, what did it feel like to win that game finally? end history or make history, however you want to look at it. And it wasn't even a history standpoint that was in the in a, in a mind frame of me. Those that know me know I'm all about the fans, the kids, everybody that's out in the community. And that's one thing, man, you kind of owe those people. You come up there for those six months and, and they expect you to come up and win football games. They want something to brag about. And you know, Canada, man, it's so diverse and people from every province going to work. Hey, man, now, you know, you want to be able to have something to brag about, have something to talk about, being that, hey, for people that's in the working class, hey, man, my, my Elks won. They beat your riders or whoever. Or just like, hey, man, you see the new addition of this guy, Trey Ford, or playing awesome football, or you have the Geno or Swerve. And giving fans something to talk about that's just on a positive note other than, hey, man, the attendance low. Hey, man, they can't win a game. Hey, man, they should get rid of that person. Hey, man, they shouldn't have this guy here or there. So sometimes you just get tired of the negativity, man, and it just comes with wanting to shift the culture. And I think that win, man, when you win, that's what direction it sends you in. It shifts the culture, get everyone involved. And speaking of former teams I was with, just look what they're doing over there on the West Coast with BC. You know what, man? They, they didn't got the fans to believe. They got everybody Man, it's one beat, one sound, and just look what it does for the CFL game. Then you know Saskatchewan, known for their fans, look what it do for the game. Then you have Toronto that came on this year rolling. Then you have Winnipeg, multiple sellouts. It's just good for the game, man, when teams are out winning, 
and they establishing that culture and their presence in the CFL. So now, having said all that, I mean, everybody's on a one-year deal, so you're not signed for next year. You got to go back to Edmonton to see how this story ends. You got to be a part of that. Does Jones know this? Is that the plan? Well, well, if he wake up in the morning and have breath in his lungs with a pulse, he should know that um, I definitely want to come back and just play my last year of football. You know, the game been good to me, man. Just looking um, all the years total, 14 of them, which is a blessing. And I still got premium gas in the tank, so it's not that. But um, I'm a guy, man, that's honest to the game, faithful to the game, never took it for granted. And all I want is one year. But um, if it's in Edmonton, man, that would be a blessing. Um, just the relationships and everything that have been established in the community. And I know that organization can win and will win. You know, um, it's just a matter of when. But um, I would love to be a part of that. And anybody that watched, like you say, you watch the games, I'm going to give it everything I have, man, from start to finish. And that's just my mentality. You're a, you're a Hall of Famer, man. I love, I love watching you. Even when I was with the Rough Riders and you're with BC, it's just a joy to watch. Uh, I got to ask you about this hard work works. Is that your brand? Can I yes. help you out with that? You got something to push yes. here? Man, it is true. Hard works works, man. And that's something that you can't shy away from. You know, um, there's no shortcuts. You just got to get in there, put the work in. And this is part of, like you say, with my um, Manny Show athletic development. And this is something that I preach to the youth athletes out here because, um, you know, there's no instant gratification or instant success with anything that you do. And at the end of the day, man, hard work's work. So it's just a matter, would you grind it out? Can you just tell me, just out of my own curiosity, yeah. what that one one season was like with the Frisco Fighters? Because I was following it. And you, human <laughs> highlight reel, I saw you in all the highlights. Uh, that must have been fun. It's crazy you say that because Jonathan Bain, that was my quarterback playing for this team in Odessa now, part of the, um, I guess the AFL just made its return back. To the league, but nah, man, I had a blast because he was joking with me. He was like, Hey, man, just know I can always use you out there to come catch some more passes for me. But, uh, man, it, it was interesting. Um, I had a great level of respect for the game of how fast it moves in that tight area, and um, just no opportunity you can take for granted. I was showing up, putting in work as if I was in the CFL locker room or NFL locker room. For me, it was a love of the game and just playing for that last name on the back of my jersey, knowing my kids. And, and other athletes I trained was able to attend games. And when the film on, that's your resume. But I had a blast because it's different. And um, in an arena game, only the strong survives. And that's really the mentality. Like, you got to be wired differently. You got to be hungry. And you just got to wake up just determined because that's what it's about. You're not making the most money. And you out there sacrificing your body. But it's just all about... Like, as a kid, you have fun playing this game. So, by any means, you're looking to get your job done and say that you're one of the best at what you do. Well, that's a cool thing to have on your resume, too, or your Wikipedia page as it stands. Manny, <laughs> thanks for always finding time for us. Thanks for being the person that you are. And enjoy the 110th Great Cup. We'll be looking for you next season. Man, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Matty Arsenault of the Edmonton Elks joining us here as part of our Great Cup Week coverage. We'll be right back with overtime viewer takeover and a sports update right after this on game plus television wqee radio apple podcast spotify and youtube live all right everybody welcome back welcome back for overtime 
Brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes. And hang on, I screenshotted this. That's right, Randy. Just for you, Christmas party? Why not book Overtime Hockey Lanes? Write it down. Call or text 587-441-6699 or email info at overtimehl.ca. This is it. Teams, corporate, friends, family, Overtime Hockey Lanes. See what all the fuss is about, what Rod's been yapping about for months. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary is where skill and fun collide. And it's an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. I came up with that. Randy came up with the first one. 28th Street, Northeast Calgary, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads flea market. Tell them Rod sent you. Uh, Hey, I'm just getting into this. Now, I apologize. The comments came in. You see, when I'm interviewing everybody, watch my eyes, folks. They're trained on the generally on the person we're interviewing, so I'm not really looking at the comments here. Mahi May <laughs> writes in from Vancouver and says, Hi from Vancouver, Manny. I'm just seeing it now. I'll pass it along, Mahi. Jeffrey writes in and says, I'm very excited for a new team, the Halifax Rough Riders, for the 2025 season. Uh, that's why you should stay out of the comments section. I don't believe there's going to be a new team in Halifax ever. And they darn sure aren't going to be called the Rough Riders or the Riders. Um, I appreciate Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, uh, Montreal appears to be somewhat healthier than Winnipeg ahead of day two practices. He's reading that somewhere. Nolan wrote in earlier, Nolan from Regina and says, who will, uh, sorry, Saskatoon, Saskatoon, home of the berries and says, who will win the Grey cup? Love your show. I asked Darren his pick and he says, for now it's Winnipeg, but he's reserved the next 24 hours with which to change it. I'm staying with Winnipeg and let's not get on. Why? If you've been watching this show for the last two hours, you'll know exactly why. We don't have time to get into it now. 902-518-3033, the Sober Carpenter text line. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers, proud supporter of the RP show and the CFL Players Association. As a matter of fact, now's the time to get your comments in. Let's jump in while you're doing that. Text me now. Because it's just you and me for the rest of the way. No moose. Let's talk about them. Uh, sports update on this Thursday. This just came down today. The Oakland Athletics move to Las Vegas was unanimously approved today by Major League Baseball owners, cementing the sport's first relocation since 2005. That's when the Montreal Expos went to Washington. After years of complaints about the Oakland Coliseum and an inability to gain government funding for a new ballpark in the Bay Area, the A's plan to move to a stadium to be built on the Las Vegas Strip with $380 million in public financing approved by the Nevada government. And it's going to be on the Tropicana parking lot. As a matter of fact, if you're a fan of The Hangover, go watch it. It's that parking lot where Chow jumps out of the trunk on to Bradley Cooper. Phil. That was Phil, right? Yeah, that was Phil. Nevada's legislature and governor approved public financing for a $1.5 billion, 30,000-seat ballpark with a retractable roof that will be close to Allegiant Stadium 
and T-Mobile Arena. So that all came down today. If you don't like it, Oakland, you should have put in a right-wing government. That's as far as I'm willing to go on that. The Baltimore Ravens, by the way, are at home to the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL tonight. The 7-3 and three Ravens want the win to stay in first place in the AFC North. The 5-4 and four Bengals can't afford another loss if they want to stay in contention for the division crown. Uh, Amazon Prime has it in the United States tonight. I'm assuming TSN in Canada. Moose, if you want to jump on at any time, identify yourself if you want to take issue with any of the things that I'm saying. And points I, you do. I just, I just wanted to give you the chow line. <laughs> oh, chow jumping out of the truck. You right. want up on me? Huh? <laughs> out of the trunk. Yes. Out of exactly. the trunk. You want with out, the crowbar? Yeah. You want F with me? A sluggish start cost that I loved the hangover so much that I went to it in the afternoon, turned around, went to it at night. There's only one other movie that I did that with Kingpin. A sluggish start cost the Toronto Raptors in a 128 112 loss to the visiting Milwaukee Bucks. The Raps were outscored 36 20 in the opening quarter and couldn't come back. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters tomorrow. Hunger Games, the ballad of songbirds and snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. And for Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit commoncrown.ca. Moose is about to give me the signal for one minute to go. Last minute of playing the RP show. Did they just hear you, Moose? They didn't see you? You can nod your head. They just heard you. They didn't see you? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the whole producer thing. Ron Thompson in Calgary watching, writes in on the Sober Carpenter text line. He says, another great show, Rod. Go Montreal. L.A. Montreal. Last minute of play in the RP show. Let's make this clear for the Montreal Alouettes and their fans. I'll speak a little slower. I'm cheering for you, but picking Winnipeg. Got it? And for those that weren't paying attention, Joey Alfieri of the Alouettes last hour requested a public apology from me to the Alouettes and the Alouette station. You're not getting no damn apology. Pick up on the sarcasm. They only saw it in print. And as they say, sarcasm doesn't come through in print. From Kevin the Medium, he says, great show, boys. Of course, you're a CFL fan. Very big CFL week here. Robert Campbell, have a good one. RP and Moose heading downtown to the F1 practice session. Oh, I'll see. That's a bucket list thing. We'll see you tomorrow, Football Friday, here on the RP Show. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.